hosts of The Incredible Eye Show, and we are kicking off a fantastic season four. We have a superhero season planned for you. Look forward to IBMI users sharing their incredible stories, security week, in-person interviews, amazing guest hosts, and so much more. It's going to be a fantastic season. Be sure to check out our website, LinkedIn page, and like and subscribe and do all those awesome things. We have a new show sponsor, Empower Technology. Empower Technology is your go-to resource for learning ILERPG, RDI, SQL, and all things IBM I. Check out the show notes for more information and reach out to Jim Buck and Michelle Lyons. They are happy to help. Welcome to episode one of season four. On the show this week, I have Steve Reedmiller. He is with John Wiley and Sons. Steve is a certified IBM I systems administrator and engineer with over 20 years of experience. He is a common speaker, mentor with N2I, and an IBM I advocate. Welcome to the show, Steve. All right. Welcome to the show, Steve Reed Muller. So happy to have you here with us today. Everybody, welcome, Steve. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Meg. It's so it's cool just to me. be on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so good to have you. I actually met Steve at Power Up, and we had just finished up the the um, mom meeting, members of the members of the members. Meeting of the members. Meeting, meeting of the members. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know what that stands for. <laughs> and I'm on the board. I should probably know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyways, Steve came up to me and said, hey, I listened to your show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have a fan. Yay. And then <laughs> I was like, you should come on the show. And he said, yes, I would love to come on the show. So here we are. We have Steve on the show with us today. So happy to have you with us today. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's fun. I listen to the to the show every week, usually uh, while I'm while I'm in the gym and uh, I need some some kind of noise going. So yeah, I'm glad <laughs> to be here. I love that. I love it. So you know what, Steve? We, as you know, we start out the shows with uh, our guests talking a little bit about them. So. Tell us a little bit about you, how you got your start on the IBM I, and what you're up to today. Sure, yeah. So um, I started in 2001 out of college on, back then, the, the AS400, or maybe officially it was the, the System I by then. Um, but um, I, I, I work at a publishing company, John Wiley & Sons. Um, and yeah, I came in as sort of a junior admin. I had a, a, a mentor there. Um, those are the days of AS400 and token ring networks and spinning disks and physical servers and tape, physical tapes yeah. and libraries. So, um, you know, I remember that. And yeah, I came in as um, as an admin. So I was learning on the admin side, supporting the development team, change management and uh, production support, security, supporting third-party products and HTTP and uh, all that good stuff yeah. that, um, yeah, that I'm, I'm still doing today and sort of um, branched out now into some, some more typically engineering 
tasks that we used to have a team to, to take care of engineering. And uh, so that that's kind of all come come into my team now. Awesome. And yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you are a certified IBM I admin, a speaker, a mentor, an advocate. So you're kind of like the ideal guest to have on the show because it really is a show for the IBM I user, the companies running the IBM I. So, and I know John Wiley has been running the system forever because when I worked at Help Systems, you know, John Wiley was one of our customers. So it's it's like, oh, just kind of a, I don't know, kind of a nice trip down memory road, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, my my dad worked at Wiley as well. Uh, and did, oh, my gosh. Did some COBOL programming. And uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a real legacy of, uh, you know, we don't like that word, but it's a different sort of legacy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of the platform. The family legacy. So yeah. um, your dad was a COBOL programmer. That's great. And then um, do they still run COBOL in your environment today? Uh, there's, I, I think there is very little, but I think it, I think it does linger still. I think there's a, there's some, some old dusty COBOL programs still running. <laughs> Yay. That's okay. I know a lot of companies that still run, um, yeah. that run COBOL today. Yeah. It's, it's not dead people. It's alive yeah. and well, and Barbara Morris will tell you that, you know, over at <laughs> IBM. So, and then you guys also run, um, sign on 2E as well, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got kind of a, a wide expanse of, of stuff from from sign on and uh, Java. We're running MQ uh, MQ on IBM I okay. as well as an MQ appliance. Um, yeah, a lot of different technologies with uh, SOAP and JSON with the, oh, the nice. IWS servers, and yeah, we even have some uh, some PHP Zen stuff going on. Very good. Good. And then, so with your development team working on those solutions, um, you, do you do you have the opportunity to touch them as well and work with them a little bit, or um, how do you support them? Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of times it's the it's the setup, and the hosting of you know, MQ, for example, um, maintenance, patching, upgrading. Um, so you know, I, I'm I'm less of the user of those technologies and more of the the hosting admin sure. side of it. And sure. I feel like that's um you know uh, there, there's a lot of focus on development. I think um, even in uh, in the industry and in podcasts and uh, yeah yeah you know, and and less so on the system administration side of things. So I thought um, another reason why this would be a good opportunity for me to come on the show and, and represent that side of things. I love it. No, I think it's very good. And so when we talk a little bit about, um, I, I want to just touch on this before we launch into IBM services, because that's really, you know, we want to really dig into that. And I really want you to talk a little bit more about why that's important. But, you know, you're a speaker and a new speaker in this space. And I want to just hear how, you know, what got you going down that path? Because, Steve, we need more young speakers to share their experience. And I can't think of a better time for this to happen. So talk a little bit about how you got your start as a speaker. 
Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so the this this past power up 2022, actually that you mentioned where we where we met, um, was the first time that I presented uh, in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, at the uh, at the previous um, navigate, I guess it was. Yeah, maybe? the um, like a virtual conference. Yeah, a virtual conference, a pre-recorded. Um, maybe I'm giving away secrets here. Pre-recorded uh, session. Um, I presented the same the same session that I did now at, at Power Up, but I had presented it uh, in a recording okay. online. But yeah, so it, it was it was ahead of that navigate that there was the call for presentations. And I don't know what particularly caught me and, and made me think, oh, maybe I should do that. But, you know, it, it just came to me that, hey, maybe maybe I have something to to share from from an admin perspective. And um, now I had been kind mm-hmm. of uh, getting into and taking advantage, leveraging those uh, SQL services that you mentioned. And I thought, hey, this would be uh, a, a good topic for me to present on. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, bringing education to um, power up. You're a young person in this space, so it's very important that we hear from you and see you all out there. And I I have a few folks that I really want to, um, you know, join the masses and continue to present. So I keep poking them and go, hey, come on. You guys have a lot of great stuff to share. So get out there and do that. So I really like that. Yeah, that's great. And then now hopefully as you, you know, now you've kind of dipped your toe in the water and you, you know, are a little more familiar with the process, you know, hopefully we'll see more of you at the next power up, um, you know, coming in um, 2023 in Denver. So that'll be good. So encourage all of your people. I know that you are um, also, you know, heavily invested into N2I, but we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But I want to now as a, you know, a systems um, administrator, you talk about IBM services and SQL. And, you know, one of the things that caught my attention is, you know, why it's so, one, they've changed a lot. And, you know, how is it really important to a business to use these scripts and benefit from them? So a couple of things. So talk to us about what services are, and then we can kind of launch into um, and unpacking the benefits of them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I think the I think the best way to kind of intro into that is, um, you know, we're we're familiar, we're all familiar on this platform, especially administrators with work active job, work user profile, um, display log, and looking at QHIST and and those native commands, those go to tools that we have in our pocket if we're if there's a problem. If things are running slow, we're looking at work active job and 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 that's what we're accustomed to and and those are great tools. Um, and now these SQL services, IBMI services that are that are available to us now, really take those same tools to a new level. Um, you know, work active job, for example, you see how many columns in on the screen you can f eleven and cycle through. you can see some more columns on you know. Uh, across the multiple screens, but um, the the corresponding service that you can call with SQL can give you all of that information and more um, in a table view in a GUI where nice. you 
aren't limited to your 80 columns or 130 <laughs> columns. Um, and then you can build things on top of it, right? So it's not just having a tool that's like, oh, cool, this is a hammer. I can go and hit nails. Right. That's going to be great. It's going to be the things that you can build then out of that. What are you What are you using that tool for? Sure. No, I really like that. So it's, okay, so it's, again, it's not the same information. It is the same information, but you're really kind of putting it on steroids. Yeah. And yeah. taking so it I, to the next level. Right. What I tried to do in the uh, in the presentation was to kind of intro those tools mm-hmm. and um, and how to how to access them, how to how to use them first of all, um, how they work, and then show some examples of now how do I solve problems that that I have that I face as an admin. How do I use these tools to actually help me in in a real world situation? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a couple that are your favorite? Yeah, yeah. So I actually I was thinking about this, and um, because everybody thinks about this, right? Everybody thinks about what's my favorite IBMI service. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I I think the the Netstat job info is really cool. Um, you can get to a level of of detail about connectivity that's being used by a job whether the inbound, outbound, where the request is coming from or where, where the connection is going to. Um, you can get at a lot of cool info there that combines really like work active job and mm-hmm. nets that CNN to see both both bits of, uh, of information there. That was one. Do you have another one? Yeah. Uh, the um, Something I've been leveraging and I kind of was looking forward to getting onto a 7.4, uh, getting everything upgraded to 7.4 was for authority collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the services that you use for um, reading reading those authority collections is great. So, I mean, for, for anybody that doesn't know, basically when when an application, a user, any any job program tries to access an object or a file whether it be in the IFS or or in QSIS environment, the OS has to do some level of authority checking, right? To see mm-hmm. if you have authority to that file. So what they've done with these authority collections is in that existing routine that already has to run to check whether you have authority, uh, when you have an authority collection running, it records all kinds of information at that moment of who was the user, what was the job, what was in the call stack, what level of authority, did they have on what file, what level of authority did they actually need in order to, to do the action that they were doing? Sure. Um, and it'll collect all that data. So now I can go back and try trying not to break something, still go in and lock down the authority mm-hmm. maybe to a, to a better level without breaking anything. So a security tool for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I like that. Even even if uh, you know you, you've got some file in the IFS and you can see some something is using it right once a day maybe or once a week I can see oh, something sure. keeps accessing this file but I don't know I don't know what process that is you can run an authority collection over that file wait a week whoever it was you're gonna you're gonna catch them in your in your trap in your trap yeah, yeah, <laughs> I escape. like it. <laughs> Oh, that's great. (laughs) 
Um, okay. So how do, okay. So this is all really great. So if somebody's not familiar with using web services, um, where would they go? How would they get started? So for, for IBMI services, you mean, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so, you know, uh, not to speak, speak ill of IBM. Sometimes their documentation is a challenge. Uh, sometimes it, uh, it feels like, you know, you, you're reading through 800 pages. I have to say that's not the case with these IBMI services. I think their doc is really spot nice. on with this stuff. Um, and, and so if you, if you know what the service name is, what you're trying to do, um, Google will bring you to that IBM doc. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, pretty consistently. And I'll search IBM. I, I, I don't search AS400. I search IBM. Yep. Okay. Here's a tip. I usually do IBM. I QSYS2 because most of these services are in QSYS2 and then Netstat or user profile. Um, and usually that's going to find you the, the SQL service. Uh, and the documentation is great. If you scroll to the bottom of any of those doc pages, mm-hmm. usually there's some examples of how to use it. Um, and just, uh, I mean, with SQL, I think it's sort of the, the standard or the natural path is I'm going to start with just select star. Show me everything. I don't even know what fields are in there. I don't know what the data looks like. Select star from whatever table. And now I can start reasoning out all right i i really only need these three columns i only need the where this field equals yes and you can start narrowing down and narrowing down from there very good and then i know that um so are you like um you know like a scott foresty groupie oh definitely i know (laughs) (laughs) i am for sure (laughs) i know he's always got uh you know, information that he's posting. I know that, you know, he's always available for an email or a chat about, you know, um, maybe just getting started with SQL or whatever it might be. So, yeah, I think he's a great resource too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. He was there at Power Up and uh, yeah, it it was like a celebrity sighting, right? I know. I'm going to tell him that he's going to be really (laughs) happy to hear that. (laughs) Hear that, Scott? (laughs) You're kind of famous. So I love it. Well, good. I think that's great. And then any other like areas of admin that you want to talk about or share that you think is kind of, you know, vibrant or, um, you know, hey, don't forget about this or. Yeah, I mean, my so my take on it, and and it may have been Scott that said this, or maybe I'm misattributing, but um, you know, I, I heard at one point several years ago now, you know, if you're if you're trying to do something on this system, the first question should be, can I do this in SQL? Yeah, uh, to try to move away yeah. from the familiar fifty-two fifty screen, uh, and not because it doesn't work, and not because it's it's bad. Um, but you know, if if you want to to be able to improve your skills and you want to be able to to be more efficient and effective, um, start looking at this stuff because it really um, it pays off. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I sort of took that to heart and I said, all right, I'm really going to try to figure out how to do this stuff 
in SQL. It's easy to just, well, I know how to do it. I'm just going to go to the green screen. I know the commands. I yeah. can do this. I can dump it to an out file. I can read it. And, and, and you can, and it works. But if you take the time, you know, maybe not when the building's on fire, right? If you've got a huge problem <laughs> and you need to solve it, solve it. Solve it however, yeah, however right, you need to. Right. But if you have the luxury of a little bit of time, then yeah. it, it it really pays off. And it's, you know, you can you can figure out the query that gets you the information that you need, and then you save it, right? You don't have to go and remember that whole thing or yep. figure it out every time. You save it and you build up this this toolbox of oh this I have an SQL that will tell me what objects in this library are being locked or what's the most recent used object in this library and you can just grab those open them up put the library name in there and and you're off and these are you know some of these things you can't do from the green screen yeah yeah and I think it's just expanding I, I like what you said about um, you know expanding your skill set and I think that you know. Today, you know, in our our community, in our our world of IBM I, we are seeing, you know, um, the skills are starting to retire. The skills are not expanding. They, you know, are kind of stagnant. So, how do we get people excited? And I think IBM has been doing a really, really good job. You know, uh, Tim Rowe and Steve, Scott Forsty over there are all talking about amazing things. And even with the latest announcement on Power 10 and the Merlin tool, you know, opening up open source to or getting IBM Iers to, you know, engage um, a little more with open source, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, actually, so so. I was speaking with Jesse Gorzinski recently. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, yeah. And since um, it, this also actually fit together with Zend, Zend Server for PHP, because their latest release, um, well, let me back up. Their prior releases all installed like license programs, mm -hmm. um, standard IBMI license program install or restore. Um, and their latest version installs like an open source product with uh, with RPM and Yum, and so that was sort of uh, forced my hand into into that area, and it's it's not scary. It, it's pretty convenient and and it and it works. Um, and then I, I got to talking to Jesse about um, you know I'm I'm talking about all these SQLs and how to how to get this data. Um, but one thing that you can't do in the ACS run SQL window is graphing, right? It will give you oh. back the data. Um, so Jesse is actually working on uh, on a write-up for uh, setting up Grafana, which is an open source graphing visual. Um, oh, wow. Open source product. So uh, been been playing with that also and getting that set up. and. Um, you know, trying to trying to fit that in between the the day to day work yeah. can be a challenge, but um, yeah, there's there's really cool stuff, and it's like it it, it opens your eyes. I think that this is really a, a capable platform, and if you just if you always use it the same way that you always used it before, then it's not going to look any different, right? But if I if I get a brand new laptop and I open a a Windows command window. Yeah. command prompt 
and I just work only in there, then I'm going to say, wow, this laptop is like it's from uh, 1995. But yeah. I'm I'm putting myself in that box, right? So it, it's really the same way here. There, there's so much yeah. more than you can do. Yeah. Well, I think you just said it perfectly because it's not the same. I mean, the from the Power 7, uh, I'm sorry, the IBM i5 to a Power 6 to a Power 7, now we're on a Power 10. And the OS levels that changed with it, if you're if you're just if you're just doing the same old, same old, yeah, it is gonna be the same old, same old. Yeah. But you know what? They don't come out with a new release just to be the same. They come out with a re- new release each and every time because somebody said, I need this to change. I need this to be better. We know this can be better because, you know, that's evolution, right? That's, that's yeah. innovation. And um, it, it kind of, I kind of get a little irritated when I hear somebody say, oh, yeah, you know what? I got five years till I retire and the box is all theirs. Well, guess what? You're, it's such a disservice to yeah. the company and to yourself. I mean, you're technologist, you know, make it happen learn yeah. something, you know, bring something yeah. new to the company. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you know, your ideas are going to, you know, get implemented right away. No one's saying that. It's just, you know, have some new thoughts and share ideas and go get ideas, come to power up, you know, come to navigate because that's where, you know, that's where you're going to get the latest and greatest on what's happening, you know, with these new, uh, releases. So you guys, um, uh, you guys are pretty current. You're uh, running power, uh, eight, power nine. Power nine. Yep. And what OS level are you at then? We are, I'm glad to say everything on seven, four. Uh, of course it was a couple of weeks after we got our last LPAR up to seven, four, that the seven, five announcement was made. <laughs> of course. But that's just the way, that's the way of the world, isn't it? So, yep. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I don't need to be on the bleeding edge either. I, I just need it to be on a supported version, um, and you know, be it seven three or seven four. I'm glad we got we got all the way to seven four. Um, yeah, so and then those TR packs that come out, they you know, like the you know seven four dot six has a lot of you know what's in seven five. You know, some of those things yeah. were back um, supported. So. Yeah, I think that, um, so do you guys, do you do all of your uh, hardware upgrades and software OS upgrades, or do you have a service that works with you? Uh, For the hardware side of things, we have a business partner that we work with. Excellent. Um, uh, So, so yeah, they'll be involved, you know, every three, four years, whatever it may be that that rolling in a new, new box and maybe a new storage. Uh, But outside of that, everything that is IBM I, um, OS upgrades, software maintenance, PTFs, uh, third-party products. Uh, we run we run Apache, so HTTP oh, server set up and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's all on us internal. Okay, okay, excellent. Yeah, that's good. Well, I guess you know what, and then I think you know what I like about that, and I know not everybody has the opportunity to have um, a full. Um, you know, admin team, but you, you know, you're required to look at, you know, Hey, what's new and then share what's new with the, with the company, because, you know, they're investing in the platform, they're investing in you and that's your job. 
you know, it yep. isn't to just sit there and say in five years, I'm going to be retiring. Um, and I don't care. The box is yours after that. So don't, don't ever say that to Peg Tuttle, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I say, when I have, um, advocate there in my, in my LinkedIn, that's, sort yeah. of, um, that's sort of what I'm getting at there. You know, I, I want, I want my company and my management to know, Hey, we're, we're not running an AS400. We haven't had an AS400 here, you know, in, in years, in 15, 20 years. We, yeah. We've got an IBM I, we've got a power server running IBM I, and the, the capabilities are way beyond AS400. And if you look yeah. up AS400, you're going to see a system that was retired 20 years ago. Yeah. You're going to think, oh, we're still running that here. We got to get out of here. We got to get that out of here. But that's not the case. Right, right. So I think this is just a nice transition to M2I, new to IBM I. And this is a uh, a group um, that Maria Swank um, had started with some other folks over at Common. And it's really a group for those who are new to the IBM I, and that doesn't mean that you're fresh out of college. It could mean that, I mean, obviously, but it could mean, you know, we have a lot of folks that um, are, you know, older <laughs> and they are starting to dabble in IBM I because it is so present in the, you know, the, the market space for running this platform and running your business on it. So um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about how, what your thoughts are on N2I and why somebody should participate with it. And I know that you are also a part of that mentor program too. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think along with what you said, right. It's, it's, this system is everywhere almost, and it's not just there. It's it's many times running business critical applications and and doing it well and doing it um, reliably. Mm -hmm. right? So yeah, that's that's definitely the case, and that's one way that that people get involved in in the platform, whether they're brand new out of college or they're just brand new to the platform. Um, and yeah, the the N two I group. Um, is great yeah so you can you can bring questions there, there there'll be a call uh i think twice a month they're doing calls and there'll be one that will be somebody presenting on a topic yep, yep. Um, like jesse just presented yep. last month um in uh was it Ju june or july he presented yeah i think it was july yeah yeah record number of folks on that call it was right. amazing yeah so good job yeah. jesse yeah, definitely. And, and then, and then the, the, and, go ahead. Yeah, and then the other call will be sort of a, a, an open house or a happy hour or just yeah, uh, networking, you know, networking, right? and bring your questions, bring your bring your solutions if you've got something cool that you've that you've done, and yeah, uh, and yeah, people are very happy to to help and share knowledge and. Um, just get people going on this platform that, that yeah. we love. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and then the mentorship program. So N2I, um, new to the IBM I, also has a mentoring program where you can, as a 
um, seasoned veteran on the eye can mentor somebody new. And so I know you do this and you mentor Megan Olson, who works over at Help Systems. And I know Help Systems has a great mentorship program too, but it's nice to talk with people outside of your four walls. So talk a little bit about um, that program. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been really cool. So what what they're trying to do with the N2IA mentorship is link people up. So you can you can come either as someone looking for a mentor, looking for some guidance, and and you can say this is uh, uh, this is the area that I work in. I'm a developer, and I want to learn about RPG, or I want to learn about Git, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or maybe you're an admin, and and you can come in also and say. I want to be that person. I want to be the mentor for somebody. I want to share what I know about. Um, and then the fine folks at, at N2I will try to try to link you up. And so that's that's what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Megan and I have been meeting, uh, pretty much meeting weekly and going over some uh, sort of fundamental IBMI hosting system admin. Oh, nice. Topics. And um yeah, I think, you know, I think it's the the case a lot of times and definitely the case here where that's not a one-way street either. Right. Right. So so even if it's not part of the plan, uh you as the mentor end up learning things as well. Um and it's uh it's really valuable. Yeah, then you know it's working, right? Yeah. You know yeah. it's working when we're sharing and we're we're all learning. So yeah, that is really great. Oh, very nice. I like that. I'll have to like uh, make sure that I include um, those show notes, uh, the N2I and the mentorship program in the show notes for your show, Steve. And then, you know, we can always include, um, if you want, we can include a copy of your presentation from Power Up. Uh, We we should make sure from Common that that's okay to do. And then, um, you know, any other, you know, links or things that you think would be valuable, we definitely want to include those. So, um, yeah, so let me know what, you know, just send them on over and I'll I'll make sure that they're in the show notes. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is um whatever the landing page or the homepage for IBMI services documentation. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Prime one to put in there. Yeah, absolutely. Nope, I think that's great. So um, before we head off to our one incredible thing, which is like the highlight of our show, <laughs> um, um, I want to just ask, you know, we've covered a few topics, but, you know, there's always, there might be something that you want to share or you want our, the listeners of the Incredible Eye show to know, you know, is there something that you are just trying to get, want to get off your chest or share with everybody who's listening about, you know, the platform or what you do or. Yeah. Yeah, actually. So, so funny enough, it was last week during my call with Megan that um, leading up to that call, I was trying to, trying to figure out if there was an IBMI service that would get me uh, a particular level of detail, basically the uh, work hardware resource, the, mm. the data that you would see on a work hardware resource star CMN uh, if I could get that information with an SQL, uh, I could utilize that in my my DR procedures. And, oh, sure. 
unfortunately couldn't find anything. But then we got to talking and and I, I I found that with a display hardware resource, I could dump that output into an out file. Uh, and I thought, all right, well, that's that's a start. Right. But um, what I what I ended up doing then over the course of that next week was to actually create a table function myself that um, will wrap that up. It will it will run that CL command to, to dump out the display hardware resource info. <laughs> and then it will query back out of that data, the exact data that I was looking for. So they didn't have a tool. Scott's team didn't give us a tool for that. And so I made my own and that was pretty nice. cool. And it was a rewarding uh, kind of uh, feeling to, to, to make that work. I love it. Well, good for yeah. you. Yeah, that's really great. So if you guys want to, if you want to talk to Steve more about that, or you want to, you know, like get together with him, reach out to him. I'm going to have his email in the um, the show notes so you guys can talk more about that. I love that. Good for Absolutely. you. See, yeah. where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Everything yeah, I mean, is possible on the IBMI. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, maybe part of my uh, stubborn side was coming through and I said, I'm going to make this. <laughs> I'm going to make this system do what I want it to do. <laughs> and you did. You did. did yeah. That's awesome. Well, good for you. Yeah. All right, then. Here we go, folks. The one incredible thing. So, Steve, what is your one incredible thing this week? All right. My one incredible thing is a video game, computer-based game called StarCraft II. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's. It's been around for over 10 years now, actually, the, this, this yeah. Warcraft 2, and uh, it's a it's a real-time strategy game. So it's basically st- strategy in the, in the way of, like, a game of chess, but okay. then it's not a turn-based game where, right, if you're playing chess, I take my turn, then you can look and think about what you want to do. It's real-time, right? So I don't have to wait. I can do... 10 steps. And if you're just sitting there scratching your head, wondering what to do, then you're going to be in trouble. So it's got a really high skill ceiling. I'm terrible at it. It's very difficult and very frustrating, but I've also been playing it for 10 years and uh, yeah, you're still playing it. it. So yeah. yeah. So it's pros. There's people that play it for money, you know, professional tournaments and, and all kinds of stuff. It's uh, it's fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. So is that StarCraft 2 like a Nintendo game or is it a PlayStation game or, oh, or right. yeah, no, is it's, it just uh, it's online? On PC. It's on PC platform. Oh. It's on computer. Okay. Okay. That's got it. Computer platform. Okay. Awesome. All yeah. right. Well, there you have it, folks. Steve's <laughs> one incredible thing is StarCraft 2. <laughs> do you have like okay i gotta ask before we go on to my thing um okay so do they have like collectibles you know statues costumes yeah there, there <laughs> are some conventions uh, yeah yeah there are some uh you know both uh virtual digital kind of uh skins that you can you know have your your different uh units look different um oh as well as yeah, definitely people have made and uh, it, it was a Blizzard game. Uh, Blizzard at one point had made some you know actual trading cards or oh. you know, plushies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, all right. I think that at some point I need to have a podcast where I just invite 
um, my gamers or, you know, like my Star Trek folks or my Lord of the Rings folks on. And we just geek out on yeah. just how much we, you know, love those games or love that movie or series or whatever. <laughs> People love talking about the things that they enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know. All right. And then my one incredible thing is back to school. So, we are heading, you know what, I, by the time this show airs, which will probably be in August sometime, it will be back to school. And I am just dying for my kid to get back to school. We have, she's going to be a senior. It's one more year. We're super excited. So I know I'll have a few incredible things over the next year um, about Grace being a senior too. So, but that's my thing. My one incredible thing is Grace going back to school. So that's a relatable thing. My, yes. Uh, my, my kids are older. Uh, I do have one that's that's still in high school, but uh, I think people are going to really relate to that incredible thing. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I do too. All right, Steve. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great to meet you at Power Up. It's been even better to get to know you. Um, I love having you on the show. I can't wait to talk with you more and have you back and have you share your experiences. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Empower Technology is your go-to resource for learning ILERPG, RDI, SQL, and all things IBM I. These online self-paced instructor-led courses take a developer with little or no IBM I experience to an elevated level of knowledge in a very short time frame. Their courses include IBM I Concepts and Operations, Programming in ILE and RPG, RDI and Modular Programming, SQL Queries Workshops, you can check out their website for more information on all of these great courses. I have the link in the show notes as well. Common is the leading association serving the IBM I community. They provide leading education, advocacy, and networking opportunities for members to enhance their careers. Check out the website for upcoming events, volunteer opportunities, and membership information. Midrange Dynamics is your one-stop shop for accelerating change and integration on IBM I. Their products include MD Change for control and automation for DevOps, MD Workflow orchestrates and integrates CI-CD pipelines, MD Rapid reduces database downtime from hours to minutes, and MD Rest for I, your all-in-one REST API solution. Head over to their website for more information or to schedule a demo. You'll find the link in the show notes.